Tootsies, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bible Q&A. Today we're discussing what is the new creation? The new creation was talked about in many places in the Bible. Here are just three examples. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Isaiah chapter 65 verse 17. Nevertheless we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 13. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Revelation chapter 21 verse 1. However, this process isn't some kind of transformation that everybody is going to see. It's a gradual process that's bringing this world back to the condition that it was in before. To understand this idea, we should go back to Genesis and understand the old creation. That event had been recorded so that when God decided to make a new world, we could understand what he was doing. As St. Paul said, Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11. We can also look at Romans chapter 15 verse 4. For example, reading the story of the old creation shows us that the new creation is not going to last mere days or even years. Genesis says the old creation happened in six days, but those are spiritual days. God's days could be thousands or even millions of years long. As Peter said, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 God lives from everlasting to everlasting, according to Psalms chapter 90, verse 2, and chapter 93, verse 2, so time doesn't really run fast for him. The days of Genesis were merely periods of creation, divided by the various things that he was doing. Another thing that the old creation shows us is why there needs to be a new creation in the first place. God had created humanity to be perfect in his sight, according to Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 and Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 29, but his creation eventually lost the ability to live eternally, because Satan sowed a seed of wickedness, according to Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 to 6. The rest of humanity has also had to suffer because of this seed of wickedness as well. As Paul said, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Even though Jesus Christ's ransom sacrifice created the opportunity for righteous ones to inherit eternal life, they can't inherit such a reward in a world of evil. They would only suffer eternally. That is why God is reconfiguring the world so that righteousness can reign. The new creation is taking place within the period of transition that we call the last days. This idea has started as a seed, but it's now becoming a tree, with branches that birds can perch on. This is a metaphor for the peaceful lives of the righteous, which is found in Matthew chapter 13 verses 31 to 32. The new creation is surpassing all other kingdoms and ideologies, according to Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 and Daniel chapter 2 verse 44, and any person or institution that doesn't comply with its principles is going to be swept away, according to Matthew chapter 13 verses 24 to 30 and verses 39 to 43. After all, no one can really challenge God. 
Azaziah said, For the Lord of hosts hath purposed, and who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? Isaiah chapter 14 verse 21. We can also look at Isaiah chapter 58 verses 8 to 11. A big part of this transition is the signs of the times. These are various things that not only prove that we are indeed in the last days, but also help us understand the progress of the new creation. For example, think about technology. Technology is fulfilling part of Daniel's prophecy in Daniel chapter 12 verse 4. It is gathering the world together and separating it into two groups, because everybody is on the internet now, according to Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 to 32. People who call themselves Christians but actually love technology will leave God so that God doesn't have hypocrites in his service, but true Christians will be refined and rewarded. As it was said in Zechariah, And it shall come to pass that in all of the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, It is my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. Zechariah chapter 13 verses 8 to 9. Through this new creation, God is setting up a new covenant with us. This isn't a covenant that requires people to be teaching others about the Bible. People's mindsets will be attached to the Bible's principles, according to Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 31 to 34 and Hebrews chapter 8 verses 8 to 12. It is about people's hearts instead of traditions and cultures, because it is people's hearts that God has been asking for this whole time. As it was said in Hosea, For I desired mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Hosea chapter 6 verse 6. We can also look at 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 22. People will love one another instead of loving themselves, and people will learn humility through being humiliated, because God is abasing proud people and exalting people who humble themselves before him. As Jesus said, For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Luke chapter 14 verse 11. We can also look at Ezekiel chapter 21 verse 26 and Matthew chapter 23 verse 12. Therefore, I advise that we understand the new creation, because it is a creation that will never end. It is superior to the old creation, because this idea has been talked about by prophets of God for thousands of years. It is important that we repent and be a part of this beautiful project. As it was said in Acts, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his prophets since the world began. Acts chapter 3 verses 19 to 21. This is what the new creation is all about. And that is where I'm going to stop with this Bible Q&A on, what is the new creation? The new creation is this project that God has set up in order to bring us out of sin and save us from death. Thank you for listening. Oh, one more thing. Like what you heard today? Share your thoughts by using the link https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. 
Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor.fm slash Bible Q&A1 slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback. It might appear in an episode.